And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys are having a terrific week. Uh, great show for you today. I was joined by my brother, Ian Hayworth, uh, and we discussed uh, the East Palestine-Ohio train derailment, what we know, what we don't know. Um, we discussed just the overall clownishness we have seen from our government over the last couple weeks and why none of you should ever believe a word any of these idiots say ever again. Um, I, I think you guys will enjoy it. Guys, before I get to Ian, please follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure to subscribe. If you are an Apple user, please take a few seconds. Literally, it takes five seconds uh, to leave us a five-star rating and a good review. I'd really appreciate that. If you like the show and want to get involved, you can support us monthly over on Patreon, patreon.com slash the No Gimmicks Podcast. All right, without further ado, the great Ian Hayworth. All right, guys, we're here with my brother Ian Hayworth. Ian, how you been, man? Good morning. Doing well. Um, I've lost all faith in the government, if I had any left. But apart from that, doing great. How are you doing? We'll make an anarchist out of you yet, my brother. (laughs) It's only a matter of time. Um, yeah, so everybody, Ian is filling in here on short notice because I spent all week um, trying to book someone for today's show who's been covering the East Palestine stuff, and whether whether it be on the ground or at least just covering it <laughs> at all, you know, harassing government officials, trying to get answers. But unfortunately, um, that person simply does not exist. I, I, I can't find anybody who's who's been on this. Uh, I was working my local Ohio people, my D.C. people. Nothing. So um, now, side note, this morning, both CBS and Fox News were talking about this. They led their morning shows with it 12 days late, but good to see, I suppose. Um, Yeah, man, before we jump into it, this 12-day news blackout has been one of the craziest things I've ever witnessed since I started doing this. It really is. I mean, I think that's what's been most stunning beyond the obvious horror of what's actually going on. Like the imagery is terrifying. The, the stories we're hearing on the ground from residents there are terrifying. But just the fact that there's been almost like a glitch, the fact that no one has been talking about this for so long and outlets are starting to pick it up. But it's it's all these like, what do we know about this kind of thing? And you can only you can't help but play the what if game If this. If this happened under the Trump administration, can you imagine the difference? Like you would have every single Democrat on the ground. You would have Joe Biden flying in with full hazmat suit to address the situation. But because it's happening under, again, the most incompetent transportation secretary we've seen in all time, he was only elected because he's gay and likes trains. That's literally his his job description. No one seems to care. And it's it's truly unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's always that way. I mean, it's, you know, we don't need to go into the media hypocrisy. Like, look at hurricanes, you know, like Hurricane Katrina and George Bush hates black people. And then there's a hurricane in in Florida this year, and everybody's like, "Well, we'll see if uh, DeSantis gets everyone killed or not." <laughs> all yep. eyes on everyone him. gets you know, their like, popcorn out. Yeah, but you know, so going back to East Palestine, Governor Dewine did a press conference yesterday, finally, and the bullet points—I mean, he didn't really give much information. The bullet points were that he and Pennsylvania Governor Shapiro agreed to do a, a quote-unquote controlled release. They said it was necessary to avoid a what he described as a catastrophic explosion. I mean, if the controlled explosion wasn't catastrophic, 
you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm not quite sure what that even means. But um, three days later, Ohio's EPA tested the air around the crash site and deemed it safe for citizens to return. Um, they're maintaining, as of last night, that the air is safe, um, despite residents reporting skin irritation, trouble breathing, all these symptoms, as well as farm animals dropping dead miles away, tens of miles away. Um, fish die-offs in all the streams and rivers in the area. Um, so, I mean, this is... I don't know, man. I, it's the the people on the ground. From what little information we are getting, makes it sound like people are not safe. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why they're they're claiming that it is, but um, I don't know. I mean, th- this is going to get a lot worse, I think, before it gets better. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, it's it's just we're on really on the edge of something quite terrible. And the fact is that I don't see how they can know that it's safe. I think the EPA is really covering for itself. You've got to remember, all of these agencies work for the same guy. And right now, Biden is not having a good time. So it's all about damage control. They cannot possibly know that things are safe. Like They might walk into one area, put a little measuring device up in the air and decide that, oh, well, there's an acceptable amount of this particular poison in the air. But they don't know what's in the groundwater. They don't know what's seeping in every single uh, seeping down from the air in every single neighborhood. They simply don't know. All of this is about acceptable risk. And right now, I think they just want to sweep this under the rug and get away from it as quickly as possible, because this is going to be months, if not years of damage. Realistically, this is how these kind of things work when you seep into the ground, when you poison water that I mean, it serves, what, five million people in the Ohio area that just that river alone, let alone all the other rivers it connects to. It's just truly unimaginable damage we could be looking at here. And the fact is the damage is done. The horse has bolted on this one. Now we're just almost having to watch. It's despicable. Yeah, and I think it is going to be one of those things where everybody moves on. You know, the locals in eastern Ohio don't get what they, you know, they, they're never going to get the help they need. Um, I mean, they'll they'll get to sue the, the, the was it Norfolk Southern, I think, the, the, the company responsible. But um, it's going to be one of these things where everybody moves on and— the effects are felt for decades. You know, I bet yeah, we like don't the tens figure of thousands out of cases of cancer. Don't hundred percent. I, I mean, we're not going to know how bad this is for 10 years when people are still dying from exposure. There was several chemicals on board this train. Vinyl chloride was the, the majority of it. And that that's an extremely dangerous chemical. It was used by both sides in world war one as a weapon. Okay. So we're talking about uh, an extremely dangerous chemical and the Ohio department of natural Re- resources confirmed yesterday in a separate news conference, that the Ohio River has been contaminated. Um, they described a plume of chemical materials. I've never heard uh, something in the water being described that way. It's kind of bizarre. But um, they, they called it a plume of, of chemical materials flowing downriver. As of yesterday, the majority of it was somewhere near Huntington, West Virginia. Um, and it's not $5 million, it's $25 million. The Ohio River provides water directly or indirectly for 25 million people, um, not to mention the effect on, on wildlife and everything else. So... Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, we, we don't know how contaminated the Ohio River is, but obviously the, the river flows into the Mississippi River, which flows into the Gulf of Mexico. And, you know, between the Ohio River and the Mississippi River, well over 50 million people get their water from those two water sources. So you're talking about, I mean, who know? I have no idea. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a scientist. I don't know how bad this is going to get, but the potential, mm-hmm. the, the range of outcomes here is 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 terrifying i mean we're talking contaminated drinking water for tens of millions of people potentially well there's two things for me one is that i think trust in basic fundamental purpose of government has been completely destroyed over the last couple of years whether it be covid foreign policy and now this people simply should not trust their government because they do not have their best interests at heart they're liars they only care about themselves 
I perhaps if this wasn't as bad visually, if we didn't have the images of the, you know, Chernobyl style plumes of smoke, would this even be have been reported on? It's almost like it, if it's visually stunning, then it gets a bit more attention. But then people move on. Let's also not forget that the Biden administration pride themselves on adoring the environment. Nancy Pelosi called, yeah. you know, said that we made Mother Earth angry. Well, I think Mother Earth is probably pretty pissed off that she's being poisoned right now. And suddenly they don't give a shit about Mother Earth. They yeah. are so full of crap. It's just unbelievable. I know. And I mean, you wrote about this yesterday for Washington Examiner, but the train derailments certainly fall under the purview of the Department of Transportation. And well, especially I mean, for a guy who loves trains, especially for a guy who loves trains. And I mean, you know how I feel about government workers generally, but even even on the government scale, Pete Buttigieg is the worst. I mean, like, yep. Yep. Even, I mean, compared to his his peers, he's the worst. He didn't even address East Palestine until yesterday when he put out some BS statement like he's concerned. He's monitoring the situation. Mm. Honest to goodness, I don't even know how this clown is this bad at his job. I mean, like, compared to Kamala Harris, he's bad at his job. Like, I, I didn't even know that was possible. I, I, I had no idea it was possible to mess up Secretary of Transportation this badly. Not only not only did he not address it, he was joking about, oh, right. we, now we've got balloons in the sky. Ha, ha, ha. It's like, for all we know, Americans are dying right now. And he's sitting there pontificating and arrogantly laughing about something irrelevant. My, my biggest problem with Pete Buttigieg from the start is that he is really an elitist prick who went through various levels of academia, who went through the military and boasted about how little he did. And he destroyed the town that he was responsible for in met as a mayor in South Bend, Indiana. If he wasn't gay, the left would hate him. Yeah, oh yeah. He's just a yeah. privileged white dude who is just failing upwards. Yeah. And because he's gay, he's celebrated and he leans as hard as he can into, into that. He's the most arrogant person I think I've ever seen in American politics, quite frankly. The way yeah. he speaks down to Americans, the way he talks about religion, he's constantly spitting on really the people who elected him. He's simply not qualified to be there. At least Kamala Harris has actually done things in politics. He has done quite literally nothing. And because he's gay and said he liked trains, Joe Biden kept him closed and made him Secretary of Transportation. It's been one cat <laughs> catastrophe after another. He took yep. months off to look after a child he didn't give birth to, for goodness sake. And no one noticed. Yeah. And in, in that same interview where he was joking about balloons, I mean, not that that's a laughing matter either. We're shooting stuff down every other day now over American soil. So... You know, a little bit of seriousness would go a long way from government. But Pete also took time during that that interview to talk about how awful it is that white people work construction. I mean, like, it, well, like side note, I don't know where Pete's from, presumably Indiana, but I don't know. I know a lot of black guys that work construction. <laughs> I mean, my, my goodness. But that really does explain the priorities of the Democratic Party and specifically the Biden regime. I mean, like mm -hmm. a town in Ohio is destroyed. But who cares? They're all probably Republicans anyway. Let's talk about how much we hate white people. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, really, that, that's your priorities. Like, Democrats, yeah. the thing is, they can get away with this, their leftist, insane social nonsense during normal times, I guess. But we're not living in normal, in normal times. These are serious times. And we're ruled by the most unserious people on the planet. These people are yeah. literal clowns ruling over us. When we're shooting stuff out of the sky and we're, you know, blowing up hazardous materials in Ohio. It's like, this is not the time for that. I don't know mm -hmm. when when was. I don't, like, throughout American history, I don't know when, you know, maybe, like, I don't know. 
you know, post-Korean War, pre-Vietnam War, like, you know, late 50s, I guess there was like a, a time of tranquility, kind of, but I don't know, half the country was still segregated. We haven't really had any great times in the history of this nation, unfortunately. But now, especially, is not the time to be ruled by the most deeply unserious people we can possibly find. Well, let's also think about the shooting stuff out of the sky storyline. We had a Chinese spy balloon that made its way across the entire country before Biden bothered to shoot it down. And we never would have heard about it unless some people in Montana happened to look up and start taking pictures of it and start asking questions. Right. And now he's overcompensating by shooting anything out of the sky that doesn't immediately respond, which I think is probably a good thing. But again, he's not doing good things for the right reason. It's all about uh, politics. It's all about adjustment. Now he wants to be seen as a tough guy who isn't standing for <laughs> for Chinese crafts floating over the country. There's people pushing the idea that it's aliens. It's like probably the most incompetent aliens ever that have managed to master space and time and yet get shot down by 20-year-old jets. Yeah, it's uh, just aliens. Awful. Side note, by the way, obviously aliens aren't real. But if they were, they wouldn't let their... I mean, presumably, if aliens reached Earth, their spacecraft are capable of light speed. So they're not going to allow their light speed capable aircraft to be shot down by Joe Biden. Just on principle. Any other president? Sure. The guy from Independence Day? Absolutely. Not Joe Biden. <laughs> they're like, no, no, no. No, the brain dead guy is not shooting down our aircraft. That's just not maybe, happening. Maybe they're like the Kamala Harris and Pete Buttigieg of aliens, though. They've been driving <laughs> at like 50 incompetent. miles an hour for millions of years. They finally <laughs> arrived, and then they get shot down by an old dude. <laughs> and like, I don't even care about the Chinese spy balloon thing, man. I really don't. I don't, I don't fear China as much as most people do. The regime's going to use this stuff to gain support because when there's an external enemy... It's easier to distract from, I don't know, a recession. By the way, side note, inflation numbers this month are way worse than expected. Also, you know, retail was up 3% in January, which was unexpected, which means the Fed's just going to just hammer us with with, uh, with interest rate increases again. Um, so once again, Biden lied during the State of the Union. But, you know, the, the obviously they're trying to distract from that. And the military, industrial, the, you know, the arms manufacturers and stuff, defense contractors are going to use this. They love this stuff because they use it to justify spending and all this. But look at the clownish way the government is handling this. Like the mm -hmm. Pentagon said after they shot down the first balloon that they started looking for more because they just oh, weren't, that's a good idea. They weren't looking. They were like, yeah, you know, we just figured nothing was going on up there. We're, so what have you been doing? I mean, for Brady, decades? the sky is, like, what, what we the sky is so big. It, it take you know, it's it's a lot of space to look. You started looking for spy <laughs> aircraft, but like what we have NORAD in Colorado Springs. I, I I mean, I know we don't have like a like what Israel has the iron. Obviously, Israel is a very tiny country. It's easier to defend you know, a small amount of airspace like that. But I know we don't have like the same kind of sophisticated missile defense system Israel has. But you think with all the technology at NORAD, we're monitoring at least like the airspace of the continental United States. But apparently they weren't. They're just like, whatever. <laughs> you know, I guess we'll start monitoring it now. And then also they missed the, the aircraft they shot down on Sunday um, over Lake Huron. They missed with the first shot. They just they just touched one off into Canada. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I, dude, if I had a nickel, Sorry. Man, if I had a nickel, anytime I'm out hunting with my buddies and I just touch off a sidewinder into Canada, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like... A little bit of serious, like the president has Alzheimer's, the VP and secretary of transportation are diversity hires, and the generals only care about white rage and paying for abortions for female soldiers. Mm -hmm. This is not sustainable. Yep. You cannot run a country like this.
this is also how you you lose either a war or a culture war or you lose your country. This is exactly how it happens. We become a laughing stock. We lose all authority on the world stage. We haven't lost it already. I mean, don't forget, this is the same Joe Biden who handed Afghanistan back to a bunch of guys who lived in caves. And now and they, saw, they have sophisticated saw, air equipment. Oh, and well, reports were that <laughs> it was. I don't know if this is true or not, but I read a whole bunch of reports to say that the Taliban were selling, you know, tanks and stuff to Russia. Sweet. So we're, you know, we're we're sending tanks to fight the Russians who have our tanks. So, congratulations all around. My goodness, funding both sides of a war. But I mean, like, I just this is the, this is why I am the way I am. Ian. And if, if anybody doesn't understand my politics, you probably do if you've been listening to the show for a while. But it's like I just can't. You look at the people running the world, and you realize that only government produces this. Like this is what democracy produces eventually. You only get this level of unseriousness and incompetence from government. Like you don't, you are not promoted to CEO of a company if you're 80 years old and have Alzheimer's and have lied about everything for 50 years. Like you, that just doesn't happen. Like I mean, like, that, there's no way. Like you don't. If you go to work tomorrow and then there's like an all all hands on deck meeting. Hey, we have a new CEO. He has dementia. He doesn't know anything, and he's lied about everything he's done his entire life. You would quit. You'd be like, I'm out. I'm not working for that man. But with democracy, this is what you get. There's just nothing to say at this point. It's gone. <laughs> it has gone so beyond ridiculousness. I mean, in recent years, we've obviously had idiots in politics and. We've had issues with politicians and, you know, Trump had his own problems, but Biden has pushed this so far beyond a joke. And the fact that he is still celebrated by the majority of the media apparatus, I think, is the most terrifying thing because everyone is engaged in this emperor's new clothes bullshit that you can have a man stand up and lie for two hours during the State of the Union. The State of the Union is also stupid. We should stop doing it. Absolutely. The kind of lies he was telling. I mean, just the fact he could stand there and say, and talk about a mass shooting that was committed with a handgun and then immediately follow up with ban assault weapons. It doesn't even make sense. If Trump no. did any of this, the media would be all over it because it's Biden. They just smile and applaud because they're all part of the same lie. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, how about just let 2023 be the year of no more clowns? Can we just can we swear off clowns for good? Can we not vote for clowns? Can we not respect clowns? Can we not prop clowns up as if they're these wise rulers? Like my goodness, I mean, next time you're 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 deciding who to vote for, can you just ask yourself: Is this person a, a clown, a legit clown? Is this person capable of doing any task? My goodness, and like the same, and Republicans have their share of clowns too. They have their share of clowns too. Trump was a clown, and I like a lot of the stuff Trump did. I voted for him twice. He was a clown. He hired anybody who he liked from his reality TV show. <laughs> the, the the crazy black lady, I don't remember her name. The Italian feller who lasted ten days or whatever. What's it, Scaramucci? I mean, John Bolton. I mean, like what? Like he's a clown. He handed the control of the federal government to a, a five foot two communist doctor. He didn't know anything, but he knew the the prescription is communism. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like this is clown behavior. You know, no mm -hmm. more like no. How about no more clowns on either side? How about adults? If we have to be ruled by somebody, which obviously I don't support that to begin with, but if we have to, can they at least be like a functional adult, a functional adult, somebody who knows what gender they are, somebody who knows what day it is, what year it is. Joe Biden can't do that. Somebody who's hired based on merit, not who they like to have sex with or the color of their skin. I mean, my goodness, can we just be serious for five seconds as a country? 
I think the answer to that, Brady, is no. Of course not. No. <laughs> boy, oh boy. It's been a week. I mean, this last 24 hours has been a week, but my goodness. Mm-hmm. Just trying it's... to enjoy the Super Bowl. And it's like, oh, yeah, first, uh, we're shooting something down over Michigan an hour north of your house, Brady. I'm like, oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Also, don't breathe. Don't breathe the air. Don't breathe the air. Don't go north. Don't go east. Goodness. Goodness gracious. All right. We, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. I know you got to catch a plane here. Thanks for filling in on short notice, buddy. Uh, where can everybody follow you? Read your stuff. Check out your show. Give us all the plugs real quick. Yeah, thank you for having me. And thanks for shining some light onto what's going on in Ohio. I think the more people do that, the better. You can find all of my stuff on social media, I-G-H-A-W-O-R-T-H. Uh, find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can find my YouTube channel there. So that's the best place to head over. Everybody follow Ian. He's great. That's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Monday. No gimmicks. Thank you.